Praise God. So we are back to the topic, walking with God. The sound teaching of God's word is what defines what you become with God. The sound teaching of God's word is what, you, what, is, is what defines what you become with God. So the sound teaching of God's word is what defines what you become in God. We don't wave a magic wand with God. We understand how things run in the kingdom and we apply it. The glory of the word of God is in its application. It's not in, he- in hearing. You come to church, you're always taught something. How many of you, from Sunday till now, you have been taking shots of the wine? Are you sure you've been, you have been? Because it, it, will make no, it will make no difference if you come for a meeting like that, get the information and do nothing with it. It makes no difference. You have just left. I said the glory of the word of God is in its application. Those who apply it will keep seeing the miracles, will keep having the testimonies, will keep having experiences with God. Because of application. Now, the first point I gave when I, when I was talking about working with God is agreeing with God. It is possible to walk with God. And I explained from last week Wednesday, I took a break from that message because of our service last week Sunday. Last week Wednesday I talked about in a generation when you find a particular people you go in a certain direction, you hear things like, and Noah walked with God. In his day, there was a perverse generation, but Noah walked with God. So, day in, day out, you will you be getting um, things like that in a generation. Oh, the generation was like this, but Noah walked with God. It was like this, but Enoch walked with God. So, what does it mean to walk with God? And I explained, I said, walking with God is to be in the recency of his plan, his truth and his purpose. And throughout scripture, you notice that any set of people or anyone who walked with God, listen now, anyone who walked with God became different. So what affected the people in their day never affected them because they walked with God. So they had a different economy, they had a different health life, they had a different uh, set of circumstances that happened to them. So, everyone is going to um, drown in a flood, but Noah is not going to drown in a flood because he walked with God. Everyone is just living and everyone will die, but Enoch walked with God, so he did not die. So, you see, within, those, um, uh, within that scope, within um, a particular generation or a dispensation, you will find out hand-picked people who made it a point to walk with God and you see that it made them champions. I said it last week, I said, walking with God makes champions. For example, David was in the bush walking with God. He had understood what it meant to be with God to the extent that lions were coming to David and David with the word of God was killing those lions 
saving his sheep, doing what he was supposed to do. Then the rest of Israel and their soldiers were faced with Goliath. And because they had not been working with God, the sight of Goliath intimidated them. Meanwhile, with David, when he came, because he was working with God, he had a different mindset. Because anytime you walk with God, he talks to you and his mindset rubs off on you. So, people who walk with God talk differently. Because when you walk with God, you don't walk with God to talk to God, you walk with God to hear God. So, when you're walking with God, like I said in Micah chapter 6, verse 8, it said that you walk humbly with your God. That means you are going to be listening to God. And I told you, a lot of Christians want to impose on God. God, do this for me, otherwise. You see, so God talks to you. Then God's mindset begins to rub up on you. Then another great thing that happens is, not only does God's mindset rub up on you, God's personality begins to rub up on you. To the extent that, you know, when you get into the higher place of working with God, when you get to certain places, people, people will leave thinking they have met Jesus. It's a reality. It's a reality. You can be so, you know, when you can so walk with God to the extent that, you know, you have fellowship with God so much that you, you now smell God. When you go to a place, you know, Bible talk, um, um, books, history books talk about great men of God. There was, there was a man, um, I think Charles Finney, was it Charles Finney? No, one, one of those God's generals. He gets to a city, then all people selling alcohol don't make sales. Why? Everybody is born again now. Yeah. And I know, I know people, I've read of people who went into trains. We enter the train, everybody begins, everybody begins to cry. And they don't understand what is crying. It's a presence. The man is walking with God. He brought God. You understand? He brought God into a place. A man who walks with God, I said he begins to radiate God. So, walking with God makes you extraordinary. These were my cogitations years ago. You know, many times I like to share with you um, some of my personal testimony because I know that it will encourage you more. So that you know that this is not just Bible, but it has been lived. I remember going to preach in Alphabeta years ago. So many years ago. And as a young, very young, I'm still young, so like younger, as a younger man, I was going to preach there and the headmistress told me, he says, Enoch, this place, the children don't respect anything and they don't have any regard for God things. Like they want God things to just quickly finish so that they can do every other thing. That they have interest in every other thing except things that have to do with God. So I was going to preach there. And then, that night, I really fellowship with God. The night before, I really fellowship with God. I spoke in tongues. I fellowship with God. I prayed in tongues. You know, until the anointing of God came upon me. I just knew that that day the kids are in for a very nice, wonderful treat. <laughs> so I entered a meeting, and one teacher, one of the teachers was on. We were having like SU or whatever, you know. And one of the teachers was trying to, you know, uh, like, tell them, you have to serve God. And they were not like, guy, 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 are you making noise? Like, you have to serve God. You have to do it. He's trying to make, you know, trying to prove spiritual. And like, he also has anointing. He also has grace. And all that. So, young guy, <clears throat> they had never seen a young preacher like that at the time. So, I came in and I picked the microphone. <laughs> I was so full of the Holy Ghost. 
I picked the microphone and I began to sing. What a mighty God we Immediately, someone on the back shouted. Another person that left shouted. Then someone goes on the power. Then immediately, I, I begin to have word of knowledge. There's someone getting healed in the neck. There's someone getting healed of this. And immediately, all of them started getting healed. And I said, okay, happening? The power of God hits the whole place. Everyone is crying. I know these rich kids, when I went out, they didn't know how to relate with me as a man of God. Like, they didn't know. You know, you know when you know how to relate to a man of God, you, you've met a great man of God and something has happened to you, you know that, you thank you so much. They didn't know how to relate to me. So it was like a celebrity. It's like, I want to take a picture with you. You changed my life. <laughs> one, one young, one young uh, uh, white girl. I want to take a picture with you. You changed my life. You changed my life. You know? My God. Look, the, the proprietors of the school called me for a meeting. They said, what you've done in my school? It be changed. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So, so, working with God makes you extraordinary. You get into a place and there's something about you. See, because you're working with God, the, the, the economy of, of that particular scope or jurisdiction does not affect you. Someone says that, he said, when men are cast down, you shall say there's a lifting up. So, at the time men are cast down, everybody's complaining of something, you have a different economy. Let's tell you something about ambassadors. The ambassador of US to Ghana doesn't care what happens with your dollar or your pound. He doesn't take his pay from here. Are you listening? He's paid from there. The Bible says we are ambassadors of Christ. So it, you need to start working with God so that God will begin to talk to you. Then God begins to change your mindset. Now, I want to make a statement. The first statement I made when we started this was that you can never have a special relationship with God after the word of God. Listen to now, this next one. The high things of God are packaged in small things. If you want to have results working with God, you have to value what God values. Some Christians actually put encounters, listen now, and experiences with God ahead of the word of God. It will make it. That's how some people catch demons. And demons are working in their lives and they don't know. They put encounters and experiences. Oh, something happened to me. It's beautiful. Encounters are great. Their experiences are wonderful. I've had encounters. I've had experiences. Angels have appeared to me. I have met, you know, I, I can't give you all the details, but I have had strange, strange encounters. But all those encounters, if they are not lined up with the word of God, they are fake. The devil has appeared to me as an angel before. So you see, when you don't have the foundation of the word of God, the devil is going to play games with you. As an angel. There are times I've heard voices. Go and do this. Then, I mean, maybe I want to do it. I stop in my tracks. I'm like, no. I need to be sure this is God. I look into the word of God and it is contrary to what I heard. I said, this is not God. It cannot be God. Jesus Christ said, the scripture cannot be broken. Do you understand? God is at the mercy of his word. God's integrity is at the mercy of, of what he says. The moment God says something, he has put himself under what he said. 
Because his integrity is at stake as far as what he said is concerned. When God says, let us make man in our own image and let them have dominion, immediately God has declared that it is man's will. He cannot interfere. He can only interfere when he's invited. It's as simple as that. God is as powerful as what he says. He said, thou hast exalted your word above all the revelations of your name. So, don't, let, let me tell you something now. Don't seek strange encounters. Let them come to you. No, I also want to add this. No, if you want to see what is high with God, the highest thing with God is the word of God. The highest thing with God is the word of God. That's why I tell you, when you come to church, be excited when it's time to share the word of God. A lot of people, young people don't know that, but they don't know that that is the foundation of all truth. When people come to me, I also, Pastor, sometimes I pray, I don't see anything, I don't hear anything. It's because what you are looking for, God is not giving it to you. You want something spectacular, you will hear a voice, Akosia. <laughs> then, so that when you hear that voice, you say, I had God, I had God, I had God. What you are forgetting is that God is a spirit. How did, how did God say he wants to lead you? That's the question. The question is not what is going on. Well, how did God say he wants to lead you? Say, God, if you want to talk to me now, God, tonight, let me dream. Why? <laughs> so sometimes you'll be praying for something, looking for an answer with such a spectacular thing, but you don't realize that God deals with us in the supernatural, not the spectacular. The spectacular sometimes happens. That is by God's will. God decides that, okay, I want to show this guy a vision. God decides, okay, I want an angel to appear to this guy. That is God's decision. We can't make it happen. But already God wants to deal with that supernaturally. So, most of the time, how God wants to lead you is in your spirit. Sometimes it's by scriptures. You, you are going through something, while you are praying, a scripture pops up. But because you are expecting a voice and it's not coming, you are throwing away what God is saying. And God is not going to move it and eat to impress you. The high things of God are hidden. So, the word of God should be, you know, the, the, the absolute thing in your life. Do you know that in the spirit, God marks Anytime he speaks to you, or anytime the word of God is coming to you, or anytime any strange understanding of the word of God comes to you, anytime you are studying the Bible and, and an understanding comes to you, do you know that in the spirit it is marked that God appeared to you? Second Samuel. Sorry, first Samuel. I said first Samuel, right? Verse 21, 1 Samuel chapter 3. Look at it. He said, look at this. He said, and the Lord appeared again in Silo. So when you read it, you say, okay, then God appeared to someone. He said, no. For the Lord revealed himself to someone in Silo by the word of the Lord. 
So, don't be expecting some strange thing. Every time, you see, don't shut your Bible and say God didn't talk to me. Because, you see, God will have a hard time talking to you, okay, with his voice, if you don't know him by his word. That God will have a hard time talking to you by his voice when you don't know him by his word. Many times I'll be praying and the answer is just a scripture. And that scripture is not like I didn't know it. The scripture, I have known it. Then that scripture comes alive. That scripture comes alive. Then, I, I, then while I was praying, the answer to the prayer was a scripture I knew already. Then God brings alive. You see, God had to use the written word, bring it alive so that it can be the answer to what he's telling me at the time. But, you don't read the Bible, you don't study the scriptures, so, the voice of God is scarce to you. You are seeking direction and any, any wind of doctrine can throw you. Bible says that we not being children again, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. There are some of you here, you know, any, any wayside prophet can see you and prophesy to you. What is your problem? Any wayside prophet can see you and prophesy. That's how people are hypnotized. Nobody can hypnotize you if you don't give them your attention. Someone meets you, meets you, meets you on the, on the street and says that God said I should tell you. Ah. You think we're in the Old Testament where prophets were walking green, 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 green. If someone gives you a prophecy, eh? if someone gives you a prophecy and says that God said I should tell you this, the question is, do you have any spiritual authority over you? Yes, I have a fellowship leader. What your fellowship leader says is final as, con- as what is concerned with God. Even more than that prophet. And some people are now, they, know, they are wowed by someone saying, I, I can see that your, your grandmother is this. It's true, it's true. Hey, that means it is God. Hey, hey. In the New Testament, no prophet has a ministry of directing you. Listen now. In the New Testament, no prophet has a ministry of directing you. Direction in the New Covenant. The Holy Spirit first of all directs you. Then number two is through your pastor. Not a prophet on the wayside. They will meet you, they will take your money, take your laptop, let you go and bring your mate's laptop. <laughs> and you see, I've been hearing, I've been hearing things like when they meet the people, they say, I'm looking for Christ and Bible. They will hear from me soon. The day somebody's teeth will remove while for the time.
I, I heard one of the stories. Uh, was it was it Rich King? Uh, no, he was praying with his member. Then one by one, before he turned his face and came back, and someone has come to call that that I know he's your member, but he's my spiritual son. Who born you? Where are you from? Where are you from? Like some people, I know some of you do it, but don't worry, you have to change. I'm, that's what I'm teaching. You come to me, you, the first day you saw me, the next time you met me, say, 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 I want to be with the pastor, please. I come to be I'm your daughter. It's not like that. <laughs> teach me everything. Teach me. Ah! <laughs> when people say that, I'm wondering what I should do. Okay, Genesis, let's start. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. This is how to be a son. This is how to be a son or a daughter. You will have to keep coming. Then you are sitting, then you are hearing. You are made through the word spoken to you. Listen, and you don't need to be close to be a son. Some people are more sons, but they are from far. Because sometimes, even to be too close, it's, a, it's dangerous. To be too close to a man of God, sometimes it's dangerous. Because very soon, he will say, praise the Lord, you can't say hallelujah. In the, in, in, in the Old Testament, the wives of kings, they were taught. You have to take them to the king. You can't be like every other woman. When I was teaching them, you have to do this and that. In the morning, when you're going for war, don't go there. Go and sit down in the back. It's like, no, 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 it's my husband. No, don't get serious. <laughs> okay, so that's just by the way. Okay. You see, so don't just jump at the he prophesy to me. What you don't realize is that you can also prophesy to the person. The person says, I see that you are moving forward. Oh, God has already told me. But I also see that, you see. <laughs> there was a day, I, I, I called the cell leader and I was teaching them how to prophesy. It's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. I thought to myself, okay, now, go to prophesy. We finished praying. You were there, right? I said, okay. Then people started prophesying. And it's not correct. See, I want the prophet to see on the way that I see that when somebody is mentioning me, it is nothing strange. It is nothing strange. It's a baby thing. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't miss on that thing. Because it's nothing strange. It will make all of you babies. Every time you are coming, they will mention me again. Oh, they will mention me again. They will mention my name. And so people think that while in the service, if the prophet comes and he mentions your name, it's like today God, God has seen me. No, 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 no. And God appeared to Samuel. In the word of the Lord. You don't realize that that day that you took God's word and you were studying, that was the appearance of God to you. How many of you, you studied the scripture then, one day while you were studying it, one particular scripture stood out to you. That was an appearance of God. Begin to celebrate those things. One guy said, eh, Jesus appeared to him 20 times. Then, then, <laughs> then, he was telling a certain man of God, and the man of God said, You have to it and that's your trouser. <laughs> <laughs> then he told him, Then he told him, Go and buy books. Read. 
So many indecent people walking around. Jesus appeared to me. He called me a prophet. He called me a this. Come on. You, when, we, when we enter heaven, listen now, when we enter heaven, who will call you apostle? Who are you apostle over? God has nothing to do with titles. Prophet, you get to heaven, God, I'm prophet. If your mouth doesn't turn, you <laughs> So, number one thing in working with God is agree with God. Amos 3.3, 3, he said, two cannot walk except they agree. Two cannot walk except they agree. To walk with God, you need to first of all agree with God. And in agreeing with God, we are talking about agreeing with the word of God. Agreeing with the word of God. Faith, listen now, faith is a compulsory basis in working with God. Faith is compulsory when you are working with God. Compulsory. Don't conjure any new theory for God. Faith. That without faith, it is impossible. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is without prayer. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. That means, the word please over there doesn't mean to make God happy. No, no. Without faith, it is impossible to have access to God. Faith is what brings us access to God. Let me tell you something. The way I wish I was in school, with this knowledge I have now, I wish I was still in school. I would be an excellent student. That you walk with God. Pastor Chris said something. He said when he was in school, he said he used to tell his mate, I'm 20 years ahead of you. You know why? Because there's a knowledge that you carry that you, although you are sitting in the class, you know you are not of that place. It's like the caterpillars who are born to be caterpillars and the caterpillars who are born to be butterflies. They are all caterpillars at a point, but the butterfly knows that one day I'm going to fly, I'm going to leave here. I'm not meant for this place. There's something on the inside. There's something I carry. It's not like everybody's own. So you see, I told you, I said... Ministry is like, is like uh, running a marathon. In the beginning, everybody moves. You don't know the difference in the beginning. You don't know the difference in the beginning. So, as we keep going, like right now, most of you look like you're all at the same place. No. The, 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 the difference will begin to show after three years. Those who took the word of God serious. Those who took it and were, you know, were on it. It will begin to show. It will begin to show. So, agree with God. Agree with God. I'm going to give you a few points. Number one, agree with God in conviction. Number one, conviction. What is a conviction? I'm showing you how to work with God and how God will respond to you. The only things that make God respond to you. Agree with God in conviction. Second Timothy chapter one. Second Timothy chapter one. 
verse 12. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. He said, for, for, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. Oh God. He said, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. He said, I know who I believe. He said, I am persuaded. I want to ask you a question. Whatever God has said in his word concerning you, maybe you believe. One day you believe it. Tomorrow you don't believe it. One day you believe it. When, when something checks you, I don't know if God is going to do this thing. I don't know this thing that they are saying. Prayers. Everything. I don't know. I'm not going to pray everything again. Unless I pray to God. He said, no, I know who I believe. He said, and I am persuaded. This is how to get results with God. You take a stand, an unmovable stand. You can't convince me. When, we start, when I start an argument with somebody, that has to do with God. I am unwilling to bend. I don't care what you think. And the people who wrote the Bible, they are some human beings wrote it, and they put someone in. Everything you are saying, you can keep it. You can keep it. You can keep it. I know whom I believe, and I am persuaded. I am persuaded. Convictions. You agree with God in your convictions. What are your convictions? I told them the first camp we had. I said, if you know, if you want to know what you are living for, check what you are willing to die for. You didn't hear that? If you want to know what you are alive for, check what you are willing to die for. Convinced. I am convinced that Jesus is the Son of God. I am convinced that this word of God works. I am convinced that speaking in tongues is of God. I am convinced. You cannot convince. You cannot say anything. Once what you are saying is not in the Bible, I am not bending. You can keep anything you want to say. I am convinced. Whether I have the money to eat, I am convinced. When I don't have it, I am convinced. I have taken an entrenched stand. Nothing will change it. And God looks forward to these things. Let me show you something. Daniel chapter 1. I prayed for the job. It came. I am convinced. I prayed for the job. It didn't come. I am convinced. Daniel chapter 1. Go to verse 8. Let's start from verse 1. Okay, let's start from verse 4. So you can get the background better. Okay, verse 3. And the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his enoch, that he should bring setting of the children of Israel, and of the king's seed, and of the princes. Children in whom was no blemish, but well favored, and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Are you getting it? He said, they're going to give them some food, things to eat, so that when they finish eating, he said, they will not bring them before the king. So the king will see that the people they brought, you know, um, they are looking good. Now listen now, at this point in time, Daniel and his friends, there was a tragedy that brought them to this place. They, were, they had gone to exile. So, they should be cursing God. 
They have been arrested. They have destroyed all, everything in the temple. Nebuchadnezzar wiped the whole temple. Destroyed everything. Everything Solomon had done. He destroyed everything. So the people say, oh, but we have God. But Nebuchadnezzar has plowed the whole city. He has destroyed everything. Okay, now, they now, out of the people they, they, they took captive, they now identified some of the guys who are intelligent. They are taking them to go and work in the king's palace. Now, they said, feed them so that they will look nice, so that, you know, king, king's bodyguards, yeah, they must look nice. King's white men. So, now among these were the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Nazariah. Okay. Unto whom the prince of the Enoch gave names, for he gave unto Daniel the name Belshazzar, and to Hananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael of Meshach, and Azariah of Abednego. But Daniel, listen now, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Thereof he requested of the prince of the Enoch that he might not defile himself. Now, what does, what does this mean? At that time, in their law, now these guys, God who gave you the law, want them to take you into exile. But the guy is still referring to the law. According to the law, we don't eat meat. We don't eat this particular thing. So king, we don't want to eat it. Now, see, he said he purpose in his heart conviction. He is convinced that this thing is correct. This thing is life. This thing is my life. I cannot do anything. King, I've come, although I'm in exile, I, I want to tell you that in my law, we don't do this. In the word of God, we don't do this. We don't bend. Don't bend the word of God to get any results. You will still lose it. Verse 9. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the Enoch. Verse 10. And the prince of the Enoch said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your, of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. Do you understand it? Do you understand it? Okay. He's saying that the, the prince of the Enoch says, guys, eh, please, eat this thing. Because if you are not looking good, the king will say that I didn't feed you well and you're going to kill me. Are you getting it? Okay. Then said Daniel to Melzah, whom the prince of the Enoch had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Meshach, and Nazariah. Verse 12. Prove thy servant. Now, Daniel is talking now. He said, prove thy servant, I beseech thee ten days. And let them give us pots to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee. And the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's feet. And as thou seest, deal with thy servant. So he could, Now what is he saying? He says, guys, okay, prove me ten days. Let us eat what our God said we should eat. We can eat what we And ten days I come and compare. <laughs> you are coming to church. You are some people are not coming. Prove us. Give us some time. Give us some time. In the beginning, you will not see it. He said, prove it. Convince. You agree with God in conviction. You are convinced. God, you know, I love what the great man of God said. I was listening to him. and my, Look, when I heard what he said, I jumped from my bed. And I was just walking around. I said, can, God, can a man believe God like this? Can a man believe God like this? You know what he said? Now, this man of God read in the Bible. He said, he read it, and like God appeared to him in the scripture. He said that, you shall learn to nations and you shall not borrow. Now, you know what he, he saw over there? He said, what God showed to him over there was that, I will learn to nations, and because I will learn to nations, I should not borrow. Are you getting it? So even if I am dying, he shall not borrow. Yeah. 
Then that further on, God gave him another mystery in connection to it that God said to him. You know, the Bible says that the borrower is a servant to the lender. So anytime you borrow from some, somebody, you are a servant to the person. Now, as a servant to the person, the Bible says you cannot serve two masters. So anytime you borrow, you have walked away from God. Now, the man said he was about to marry. The man said he was about to marry. He wrote a letter to his wife. He said, listen now. This is my contract with God. Agree with me before we marry. Because even if we are dying in the house, we are not borrowing. So one day, he went on an outreach with one of his junior pastors. It should be easy to take something from your junior pastors, right? Because you are the main man of God. You know, all of you put the money together, just give it to me, you know. They were sleeping in the same room, and it was night. The next morning, they don't have money to buy fuel to continue the journey. He was lying down. He said, God, <laughs> you sent me to this place. Listen now. He said, you sent me to this place. He said, God, if you think that I'm going to ask this boy sitting here, you are wasting your time. <laughs> Listen, he said, he said, you are wasting your time. Whatever you want to do, just do it quickly. And he slept. <laughs> Otherwise, God, as far as I'm concerned, then we are staying here. He said by 5 a.m., someone came to knock his door. Man of God, we have a seat for you. That is how they bought the food and left. I'm not even giving you the exact words. The way he said it, I stood up and I was walking. I said, Gang. Hey! He said, He said, He said, God. He said, God. He said, God. The way you would have done it publicly, do it privately too. He said, If you think that I will ask this guy, you are wasting your time. <laughs> Someone say, I'm convinced. When you, anytime you hold this, your Bible. Who has a Bible here? Anytime you are holding this Bible, see life. Don't see a book. This is not history. This is revelation. God knows when you honor the word. God knows. I am convinced that Titan works. I am convinced. Someone shared a testimony of Titan. I've not shared mine. No, I'm too convinced. I'll still give my tithe. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that offerings work. I am convinced that speaking in tongues work. Convinced. Today I was, I was, I was, I was listening to a song. Nice song. I think you should look very listen to it and dance. It's a very nice dancing song. It did work. The word of God in my mouth. It did work. 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 Very nice song. I think you should go and listen to it. I'm doing promo for the guy. <laughs> ah! You know, sometimes you need songs to loud your face. The word of God in my mouth is the word. When I speak in tongues, it's the word. <laughs> Look for that song. Look for that song for me now. It's a very nice song. It's the word. I am convinced. You can't do anything about it. Look, I don't, I can't bend. We will not bend. This is the word of God. Someone come, you see, when people give tithe, you are giving it to a man of God. How can, like some, some, some people say, look at this big church, they are just collecting the money of the people. They just collect the money of all poor people. Where do you take? Why do you think, why do you think it is only poor people who go to church? Do you know how many poor people came to church and became rich? 
you agree with God in conviction. When it feels like it's working, it works. When it feels like it's not working, it still works. I don't bend. Convinced. 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 I was telling someone today. I said someone today. I said, look, listen to me. I don't have any plan B. I'm working on glycoline. You know glycoline? I don't have any plan B. If God fails me, ladies and gentlemen, we have all failed. I'm telling you the truth. If God fails me, I've failed. I have no plan B and God knows. <laughs> we in the way. Praise God. So I told, the, I told the person, I said, look, those times, if I need something from God, eh, and it's not coming, eh, I will enter a room, I will pray in tongues. I, I, one day I, I should sit some of you down and tell you stories. I said, I will pray in tongues. And I'll pray in tongues. And I'll enter those times. When my parents go to work like that, I had one of my uncles his room. I'll enter there. Put in a, a message of Pastor Chris. I will pray in tongues. This thing works, so I must bring it out. Some of you, you pray one prayer, two, the thing didn't come, you have given up. I'm not serious. He said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. So when you ask and you don't receive, seek. When you seek and you knock. By the knock, you are gone. Because when you ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive this thing, and the thing doesn't come. Huh? Look at the men who came before us, like men like Daniel. He prayed one day. The thing didn't come. He said, God, it must come. He continued. Fasting for three weeks. Some of you fast in two days. You say, God has failed you. <laughs> Seek. It means you now go and start looking for scriptures that have to do with your situation. Ha. Me, I don't believe God easily like that, though. Hey, then he has to talk. Why are you playing it there for us? When we close, when we close, then you can play the song, then people will dance. They work, they work, they work. The word of God, my mouth, they work. I believe in speaking in tongues. I believe in it. I believe in it. I believe in speaking in tongues. I believe that when I take this wine, I believe, I believe what happens to me. Listen, while I was listening to that swag, message, uh, swag service message, while I was listening to it, I just knew that if you were in that meeting, you cannot be poor. Because you spoke words that have gone ahead of me. That's number one. In convictions. Another time, we'll have time, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I was telling, when, when we had the camp, I, was, I said on convictions, largely, I, I, about three or four days. Okay. Convictions about the Lord Jesus, convictions about the gospel of the, of the Lord, convictions about loyalty, convictions about, you know, one time I have time, we'll talk about convictions. I believe. I'm convinced. Nothing can change my stand on working with God. Okay, then number two. You agree with God in confidence. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. You agree with God in confidence. Let me tell you something. 
there is an attitude. It's one of the things I started talking about on Sunday. There is an attitude when you are dealing with God and the Word of God. Any true person who walked with God, like I said on Sunday, they took knowledge of them that they have been with Jesus. Any true person who has walked with God, there's an attitude they have. Now, imagine you go to a bank. Listen now. Imagine you go to a bank, then while you are at the bank, you tell the man that, I want to bank this one million Ghana CD. Then you give it to the teller, then the teller tells you, hey, I'm not so sure if um, this money, hey, it's too big. Won't you take your money away? No, no. Won't you take your money away? Say, oh, this money, okay, I want to bank one million Ghana CD. Hey, hey. We are not so sure. The place that we keep the money, a certain rat has been passing it. You are taking your money back home. But you see, every bank has an attitude of banking. They make you feel as though, listen, your money is safe. safe. We don't even need it. Just bring it. Just bring it. (laughs) We are helping you. (laughs) I get it. Meanwhile, you are the one helping them. They want to use your money to do business and make money. So there's an attitude in, in working with God. There's an attitude. Confidence. He said, cast not away therefore your confidence which has great recompense of reward. He said, don't cast away your confidence. Your confidence is with God. You understand? A child of God, a man who works with God, a daughter of God, a woman who works with God, they have a certain confidence about their life. When they talk about God, listen now, when people like that talk about God, you know, they talk in confidence. You agree with God in confidence. That means when God says it, I know that is it. That is it. So I will walk as though, you know, God is my neighbor. You know, haven't you heard some people talk about Jesus as though he, he lives dead on their street? Haven't you heard it? I do. I don't talk like that. I don't talk like that. Confidence. Confidence. If God tells me something in my room that go and go and tell them that it's time for prosperity, I will not come out and come and say, you see, yesterday that I was there, God, when God, when God was talking to me, God, God said something, but I'm not really sure, but all of you, you just lift your hand and just... Once I hear it from God, I am convinced. I, I come out of confidence, everybody lift up your hand. God said, prophet. When God gives me a word about my mother, I walk into the house. I said, woman. Listen, nobody will receive from you if you don't have confidence. I don't know that even you don't believe what you are saying. But when you go and they know that you believe what you are saying, they will believe with you. When they, when they walk, you see, it's one of the things that makes the anointing work. When they walk with boldness, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they knew that they had been with Jesus. They knew, because that's how Jesus walked. When Jesus got to uh, 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 a dead girl, Jesus walked to a dead girl, he didn't say, Father, Father, help, my, help your son. Father, please, one time, please. Father, 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 please help your son. Father, how do I say that with this grace, please? I'm Jesus. Jesus entered the room, saw the people behind, he said, Everybody walk out. Think this the audacity, the audacity of his faith. He met a blind man. The blind says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He met him. He said, What do you want me to do for you? He didn't say, what do you want God to do for you? He said, what do you want me to do for you? These, listen, these were the confidences that we walked with. I, I, I told you one time, I was walking by Kolebu. While I was walking over there, there was a, a man. He said he has been crippled since the time of Busia. 
and he's sitting there, he's begging for money. So, so this cripple is an old cripple. Old cripple. So the guy was there, and I was just walking past. And one of my, my, my members at that time, we've been having all night and I've been preaching things like, who raised the cripple? Who raised the cripple? So she heard it. <laughs> so when we walked past that place, she said, Sir, Sir, Sir. Sir. Now, at that time, Sir was trying to, I've not seen her. <laughs> so the, the lady now left me and now went to the guy. Sir, pray for the guy. Sir. Chef, chef. Now, listen now, listen now. At that point in time now, listen now. At this point in time, I cannot, um, I cannot disgrace all my message <laughs> that I have preached in the whole night. So I have to, I have to prove. Ah, so, so I also walked there. You cannot let them know what is actually going on inside. By walking. You know you can be walking with both by your taking it out. <laughs> so I got there. <laughs> the Bible says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Somebody say confidence. confidence. Say, Cast not therefore away your confidence. Listen, be confident that you are born again. Every time, the people who are not born again, they will open some stupid music and they will be damning and the Christians will not be hiding. When you also have your music, open it! You have the song. Play the song! Sit down. It's not coming out well. It's not coming out well. The word of God in my mouth. Ah. Listen, cast not therefore away your confidence. When you finish praying on a pack, you should be the one, you know, sometimes you enter a prayer meeting like a cat. You have to come out like a lion. After praying, you come outside. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Me, I don't waste my prayer too. When I finish praying, I go and ask. Because I can't waste the time of praying. We don't pray for fun. We don't pray for fun. When I finish praying, I'm now looking for where I can use the prayers. I've come to say, um, the Lord said, He has given me healing anointing. Healing anointing. Have you ever been to a hospital? What have you been with the healing anointing? The Lord said, when I'm there, I'll just be shaking and I'll just be shaking. Just be shaking. <laughs> See, so, so, I walked to this crippled guy. Now, now, the, by the time I realized, while I was trying to, you know, talk to the guy, because I was thinking, God, what do we do here? What do we do? You know, while I was trying to talk to the guy, all the orange sellers, the water sellers, all of them gathered at our back. And my daughter there was trying to tell them, we will do it, don't worry. Don't worry. Hey! Yeah, all of you, don't worry, don't worry, he will do it, he will do it. I know my papa. I know my papa. Then I laid my hand, laid my hand. 
And I made the guy stand up. He was holding a cross there. Holding a cross. Then my daughter, oh my God bless that girl. She just removed the cross from the guy's hand. Then the guy was still standing. Ah, my confidence came. Listen, I now told the guy, sir, move one leg. He moved the leg. Thank you, Jesus. With that, with that same confidence, we are going to the nations of the world. Am I talking to somebody here? Cast not therefore away your confidence. With that same confidence. We will make money look like sand. With that same confidence. We will own businesses. With that same confidence. We will dictate what happens. With that same confidence. With that same confidence. Men will come from all over the world. And they will come looking for us. Confidence. It's not God. God please. God we beg. God we beg. No. He said. God said you. Don't cast away your confidence. I'm a child of God. When you're not saying, I'm a child of God. You said in confidence, I'm a child of God. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of the Word of God. I am not a victim. I'm a victim in life. I am confident. I am confident. Go, go to um, Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. I'm confident. See Paul. See what Paul is saying here. Hey. Look, Paul said, he said, be confident of this very thing. Be confident of this very thing. Ah, he said that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That means if God gave you food when you ask for it, he will perform the rest. He will perform the rest. It's a big confidence that who he was began a good work. It's a good work he has started in your life. What he has started is a good work. Now you are born again. It's a good work. Now you seek it all. It's a good work. He who has begun a good work. He said, Be confident. I'll never toast to him. Be confident. I am confident. I am confident. I know that my life will not be like every other person. I am confident. I am confident. I am confident. Nothing will change my confidence. I am confident. I agree with God in confidence. In confidence. I know who I believe. And I'm persuaded. 